Lazy summer days are turning to time in the classroom. Meeting old friends and Friday night football. It's back to school. And we're there with you on the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard. Yeah, it's a good day for singing a song. And it's a good, good day for moving along. Yeah, it's a good day. How can anything go wrong? Good day from morning till night. Hey, good morning, Grand Valley. It is 7.09 on the Watchdog Morning Show. Welcome into our little, uh, little, little gig here for a couple of hours this morning here. On a Wednesday, it's 65 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 63 at the Highlands, 65 uh, in Elm Grove, and 64 degrees here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Partly cloudy throughout the day today, daytime high around 78, clear tomorrow, 83 for the high, and on Friday might see some rain in the morning, mid-70s for the temperature. Full forecast with Adam Fight coming up a little bit later on this morning. Uh, we'll delve into a number of different things today. There was another big gridlock in the upper Ohio Valley heading toward Two Mile Hill again yesterday. There's got to be a better way. I want to talk about that coming up a little bit later on. A sudden change at the top of West Virginia public broadcasting. Uh, the big guy is gone out of nowhere, and an interim director is appointed. Ogden reporter Stephen Adams covered the story. He's coming in again today to give his insight into what happened there at West Virginia Public Broadcasting. Wheeling Symphony has an amazing season plan for this year. Music director John Devlin is in to give us an overview of that. And efforts have already begun to have Trump's Georgia trial moved into federal court and out of state jurisdiction because being in state jurisdiction, there would be no way even a President Trump could prevent himself from being found guilty uh, if that's the way the courts were to go. Got all of this coming up this morning here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Um, but first, Bob, have you seen this story out of Hawaii? And I'm trying to figure out if these guys are helpful or if they're scammers. A lot of residents in Hawaii say, um, developers have already come in to try to buy their homes, the homes that have been burned down to the ground and they have no place to live, and they're getting um, purchase requests from developers who want to buy their property and, uh, uh, you know, and, and eventually rebuild it. And I, I'm trying to decide if this is bad guys swooping in or if it actually is a lifeline for some of these folks. If I was one of those folks, I'd be wondering if the jury would convict me after everything that I've been through, all the trauma, I've lost everything, and this guy's going to stand here and try to take advantage of me, and I just blew his kneecaps off. I would wonder if they were going to convict me, Howard. That's what I would wonder. So I guess you're not really, you, you don't have a, any question about whether or not these developers are good guys or bad Do guys. Do you? I mean, they're taking advantage of the situation. They're going to come in there and buy cheap, and they know that one day it'll be rebuilt. It has to be rebuilt, and they will take advantage and make a lot, a lot of money. I'm even offended by the rich snobs like I, I Paris Hilton. I heard her name thrown out. People that are still traveling there, tourists, vacationing, saying still you know vacationing what? There. Yes, again, still vacationing there. I would be offended by that if I was a resident, if I was a native, and I just went through that. They would, they, they would have already put me in jail if I survived that because I would not put up with that, Howard. I was reading a piece last night uh, of, of a guy who was talking about He said, uh, I, I saw a tourist snorkeling off the coast while I'm here trying to 
dig my house out from the rubble. And I'm thinking, if you want to come here and help help, ha- help Hawaii, grab a shovel. Don't go out there and be snorkeling. Yeah, because you know what they're thinking. How in the world did this happen on my vacation? Poor me. Why right. did that happen to I've me? I've been planning to go to Hawaii for all these years, and look what they've done to me. They did this to me. They they burned this place down. Can't you picture them out to ask uh, Bill Bryson about it this week? Can't you picture these people? I'm sure none of Bill's clients because he's got good clients. But can't you picture these people calling their travel agent? Well, the, house, the place burned down. I didn't get a good vacation. My vacation wasn't very good. I want my money back. Well, that's my luck. You know, save and save and save. Save for 20 years. You finally have enough. You got to pay it off. You're ready to go to Maui. And uh-oh. But, again, I think I would have more cooth, even being devastated by that news, that I would certainly try very hard not to offend anybody that went through that. Well, that's because you have, well, what do we call it? Oh, yeah, compassion. A heart. Uh, apparently, some of these developers, no names here, but, <clears throat> and they're probably, you know, it's probably not well known. It's probably fly by night guys who are just looking to make a fast buck. Maybe, probably. On the other hand, if you are a Maui resident, I mean, and I guess you, it's, the developer is still taking advantage of them. If you're a Maui resident and your home is literally, don't have a home. Gone. Yeah. yeah. You, you're standing in the midst of a bunch of ashes and uh, uh, burnt up timber. And you're going, oh, my God. And somebody says, I'll buy it for anything. You say, yeah, take it because I'm, I'm, I'm going back to the mainland. You, you know? got a point there, Howard. You know, people might be listening right now. You know, we're, we're broadcasting everywhere. Uh, and they're probably saying, hey, uh, Big Mouth in West Virginia, shut up. We want to listen to their offer. <laughs> yeah, wait. Well, yeah, I'll decide if they're good guys or bad guys based on how much they offer me. It could be. It could be. It's a good point, by the way. If by any chance we are reaching any of you in Hawaii, in Maui, um, if you. I think it's tomorrow there, Howard. Though, well, I'm trying it? to figure out what to, yeah, what's, what's the time frame, but. Uh, you know, you may use the Frio Stack Auction Service uh, hotline at 304-232-8255 or the Frio Stack Auction Service text line at uh, 304-214-1600. It says in the day, I've got an AP story here. In the days since the fires began, developers have reached out about acquiring the land they and their families have lived on for years, if not generations. So, but I guess you're right. Probably the real question is, what are they offering? Probably work for some folks, but again, you got to have timing on that. I mean, that would be like going into a place if if you're scanning the obituary and you're looking at that and you say, "Man, I I know what that guy had. Maybe I can go in there and talk to his widow before he's even in the ground." Again, is that good business? Probably. Probably a lot of people have really uh, you got a hold of some really good items by thinking like that, Howard. I could just never do that. Off the Frio Stack Auction Service text line, Howard and Bob. What are you doing for the people of Hawaii? Not much. I made a contribution to the Presbyterian Defense, uh, not Defense, what do they call it? Disaster Fund uh, through my church. And um, that's, you know, I mean, what do you want me to do? I did see on the front page somebody from this area. I, Someone from the Red Cross, I think it is, going out. Yeah, right here. Thank you, the intelligence, sir. Uh, Renee Henthorne, I probably messed that up, all up. But uh, she is, uh, she's heading there, Howard. She's heading to Hawaii to offer her assistance. So, uh, and, and there are probably, other, I won't, wouldn't be surprised if there aren't others who will, uh, you know, make that move, uh, go out and do things. So I, I, 
I guess I'm supposed to feel bad because I'm criticizing the developers who are swooping in and taking their property because I'm not, what, getting on a plane and going out there? I don't know. I guess so. Well, Howard and Bob, what are you doing for the people of Hawaii? There are <laughs> prayers, pal. That's what we're doing. Thoughts and prayers. That's what it's supposed to be, right? Thoughts and prayers. 717 here on the uh, Watchdog Morning Show. We had that gridlock again yesterday, Bob. You said you just stayed home, so you didn't see it. I did. Uh, I left here. Oh, geez, Howard. I was right after you. Which, you know, And I had no problems at all. But... Looking ahead at 470 coming down uh, from Bethlehem, it was already backing up, and, and that was enough for me. I thought, you know what, I'm going to grab some lunch, I'm going home, and I'm not leaving again, and I didn't until this morning. It, um, it was a little bit later in backing up than it was the day before. I, I, when I went home at 1030-ish again, maybe closer to 11, I guess, yesterday, the, there was just a, it wasn't really a backup. It was a slowdown at the Elm Grove split there as they began to go up the hill. Now, the, the, it was a long line, but it was moving. It wasn't at a standstill. But throughout the day, I kept a very close eye on the uh, cameras uh, from uh, thanks to WTRF TV7, their website, which has all those traffic cams. And slowly but surely, the traffic began to back up going up to Two Mile Hill again. And then slowly but surely, it began to back up on 470. And apparently a lot of folks, So, and it, it got to be that gridlock all afternoon long again, and I heard and saw people complaining about it on social media. Uh, this time I didn't, I didn't get out to see it, but I was watching it online. And um, my wife went out. She was going to make a quick run over to Respects to pick up something for Teddy. Teddy wanted some yogurt, I think, something like that. And that's normally a, you know, a, a I'm going to run out you know, kind of thing. I'm going to run out to Respects. I'll be right back. She called me and said, oh, boy. This is not a run out. Apparently, everybody had looked for their own alternative route now. By, by yesterday, people knew that the interstate was backed up. So Elm Grove was a mess in the afternoon. People were using Lumber Avenue and Junior Avenue, and, and the downtown Elm Grove was all a mess. Uh, everybody trying to find alternate routes. And this is a total separate issue. But you and I both know we dread the day that they shut down the hump bridge because we know uh, residents of Elm Grove, this is going to be a daily occurrence for us. People scrambling, trying to figure out the best way to get from here to there without the hump bridge. My, my son brought that up yesterday. He said, Dad, what this is is a trial run for what's going to happen uh, when the hump bridge is closed. If it's ever if it's ever closed, that's if they, they keep putting it off. If they ever figure out how to how to how to fix the bridge uh, with, without the help of the medicine shop, I, I don't want to get into that today. But um, beyond, yeah, Jason said the same thing. He said this is this is a this is an example. It's a small example. It'll be ten times worse when the hump bridge is closed. So, Bob, there has to be a better way. Now I know you talked about police need to be more visible there i guess but i'm not sure what that does i don't necessarily quarrel with that but i don't know how that helps it the one thing that i'm always big on and i said it when the 470 bridge or the i-70 bridges project got started and so on how about signage how about some of those mobile signs back before you get stuck in the traffic jam you know back like back around the lb's exit or whatever you know Huge back up ahead, use alternate routes, and then people would try Route 40 or go up over, I don't know, however they want to go. Um, tell people it's coming at least. You know, I'm big on this signage stuff. Same thing for downtown Wheeling. We've talked about it. If we would just put signs up and tell people, we know this is the disaster zone downtown, but we're working on it and just be patient. 
tell people what's going on, and there won't be quite as much frustration. There will be frustration, but not quite as much. That's where you and I disagree, because that is my biggest beef. Look, this is going to be a problem. If, if everything went smooth, this is still going to be a problem. But this is where I think you and I just aren't on the same page. I think the police should be a presence there, and they could make a few bucks because there is communication, but you still have these drivers that ignore that, and they screw things up because they're selfish. They want to get ahead of everybody before the merger point, and that's where the problem is, and that's where the police ought to be rating these people up. That ought to be a $500 fine. Look, you've been warned a mile back there. I know exactly where that sign is, and you were told, but yet you ignored it. You're going to get a ticket for that. That's what I want to see, Howard. Doesn't that uh, – I, I don't disagree with having more police there. I'm not sure that it speeds anything up, though. And do, wouldn't that, if they actually stopped them and started ticketing, ticketing people like the the that guy tra trailer you talked about yesterday that you wanted to shoot until you realized maybe he had a gun? <laughs> gun battle. <laughs> Um, but but they but, would learn, Howard. They would say, look, we can't get away with that. Yeah, You're right. Learn. For a while, that's going to screw things up even more. But now people are going to start merging like they need to. Part of the problem here is this is a, this is a short-lived problem. I guess it has to do with this tree trimming business. Uh, and again, if you get through the bottleneck... Then, then it's straight sailing up the hill. Um, you just how long does that take, Howard? Well, actually, the smart move. I hate to give people. It's like like uh, uh, Steve from St. C said yesterday. I don't want to give you my shortcuts. If you get on the interstate at the second entrance, you know, like across from Pizza Hut, if you get on there as opposed to being on before exit four, you will probably have a very short tie-up because it's not too far beyond there uh-oh everybody's th going to do that now Howard. i know but that's where the so the so because once you get to it once you get through that jam then they start moving freely again and and i'm assuming that this tree trimming is is only going to take i don't know how long but i mean it's it's a it's a short-lived thing it's not like the three years of the i-70 bridges project um so I, I, you know, I don't know how much effort you put into it, but there's just got, there's just got to be a better way. I don't know what it is. Maybe it is more cops. Maybe it's more ticketing. I believe at least signage would help calm people down a little bit. Um, but it's just, it's just, it's. And major, how about we compromise? I still think midget or hot dogs would be a good idea. How about we compromise? A huge <laughs> sign that says five hundred dollars <laughs> fines ahead if you do not merge correctly. How about that? How about we go. try that? There you go. All right, there you go. There you go. 724 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Yeah, it was just, uh, again, another mess yesterday, so who knows. Uh, a couple things off the Frio stack. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's take a break. We'll check some of the Frio stack auction service text lines here in a minute. And we haven't done a, some of our fun survey things recently. I got one coming up. Maybe you and I can kick around a little bit. So uh, conversation continues. El Momento here on the Watchdog Morning Show. It's 724. Coming up on Metro News Hotline. On the Wednesday edition of the show, we'll keep you updated on what's going on with the Pirates and the Mets in New York. Jeff Erickson will talk some fantasy football in the 3 o'clock hour. We'll get the latest tech headlines at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. And Tony Caridi joins us at 533. Plus your calls, texts, tweets, in or out in our question of the day. Metro News Hotline with Dave Weekly. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 at WVMetroNews.com and on this Metro News station. 
Hello, it's John Kozik, founder and president of TurboTrack Realty, and I buy houses as is fast for cash. Call me today for an all-cash offer on any of your properties, and we can close within days at 614-470-2000, 614-470-2000. Do you own a property that's outdated and needs thousands of dollars in repairs? Great, I'll buy it. Give us a call today for an all-cash offer at 614-470-2000, 614 614- for Would it be convenient for you if you could simply take what you wanted and leave the rest behind? Great, I'll buy it. I buy vacant properties, inherited homes, divorce situations, death in the family, apartment buildings, rental portfolios. I even buy my tenant won't pay me the rent houses. Call TurboTrack Realty today for an all-cash offer and speak with one of our friendly staff members at 614-470-2000. Over the years, you've brought opioids into your home. They helped when you were in pain, and you held on to them just in case. But holding on to opioids puts your family at risk. Learn more at www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. Need a new suit? Looking for a good book? Searching for a unique gift? The Ohio Valley's premier shopping choice is the Highlands. Find jewelry, hot new tech, arts and crafts, over two dozen stores to visit. From Walmart and Target to Cabela's, Menards, Kohl's, and Old Navy. Plan a day out of shopping, dining, and entertainment at the Highlands. At the top of the hill off I-70. See it all online at hitthehighlands.com. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Information, interviews, debates, and discussion, plus an occasional rant. With Bob Slider behind the board, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Well, that's all right, Mama. That's all right for you. That's all right, Mama. Just any way you do, that's all right. It's all right. It's the King of Rock and Roll, 727 here on the uh, Watchdog Morning Show. Is that our theme song or theme uh, of the day today? Well, Howard, let's, let's take just a second and let's think where let's you pause. were. Let's pause and think. I know exactly where I was. Let's go back. Let's go back in the Wayback Machine, August 16th, 1977. Elvis, you know what that means? I know what Elvis means. Well, that's the day they found Elvis in the bathroom. That's the day that uh, Elvis checked out. I was 15 years old, Howard, and I came home. Actually, I wasn't as lazy as you think I might be back at 15 years old. I worked for a contractor, and I got home, and my grandparents said, you're never going to believe this. Elvis Presley died today, and I don't know why I doubted them. Why would they lie to me at the kitchen table? <laughs> That's not a very good joke to play. And I couldn't believe him. I said, there is no way that Elvis Presley died today. That is a bunch of bull. And I didn't believe it until I saw it on the news. And then I still didn't believe it. And it, it, I guess it was shocking. But what we didn't know. Did they th- tell you he did it on? He died on the toilet? No, that didn't come out until later on. All this, uh, the, the 
the uh, the books uh, came out, and we didn't know what what a what a mess the king's life was. You know, he was a drug addict. He had problems. Yeah. Nobody really knew that back then. But yeah, that's the uh, theme today. Elvis checked out on this date back in 1977. I don't know what I was doing. You know, people say, "What do you, do you remember exactly what you were doing when you heard it?" No, I don't. But I it has to. It must have been in the evening, right? That we learned about this. What I remember though is, and I was doing the radio show. I wasn't on the air. I mean, I was doing a radio show, and I remember thinking, "I got to change my entire plans for tomorrow." I had several guests scheduled. The late great Bill Beckett was my guest scheduled for the next day. It was one of our regular features that everybody loved, and I had to call Bill. I said, "Bill, I you know." We can't talk about gardening tomorrow because Elvis Presley died. They believe he was dead when he was found, but they tried and tried to revive him, and they took him, you know, by ambulance, and they they tried continuously at the hospital before they finally said he's gone. So they 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 declared him dead at three thirty in the afternoon, Howard. So yeah, okay. afternoon our time, and I must have just walked in. I think I probably got home a little after four that afternoon, and I just couldn't believe it. At fifteen years old, I couldn't believe it. How naive was I? It was probably, I, I, I could be wrong with this, it was probably the first radio show that I had to do that was a sudden event that I had to pull a show together for, you know. Now, the good news was the radio station had a record library, and we played just played a lot of Elvis songs and took phone calls from people talking about, you know, the king of rock and roll passing away and so on. Yeah, but we didn't know, you know, anything about the toilet. And, you know, or he, was he eating a peanut butter and nanner sandwich when he went? I think it was rumor has it. He was reading the TV guide. That's <laughs> right. The TV guide. <laughs> he was that's reading. Right, that's right, that's he right. said, baby, I'll be right back. And uh, well, he never did. He was reading the TV guide. But uh, yeah, on this date, way back in 1977. So we'll have uh, some Elvis bumper music throughout the morning this morning. I don't we'll just have time to scratch the surface with this right now. Maybe we'll pick up on it later. I don't know. I came across a survey yesterday, which I thought was interesting, one of the ones that you and I could have some fun with, and maybe the death of the king is one of them. I don't know. What is the top historical event or historical era that you would want to see in person if you could travel back in time? You're right, Howard. I want to be right there in the jungle room before Howard, before Elvis goes in and checks out. Now, <laughs> now listen, if I could, yes, I, could, I, would, I would, but no, I have one better than that, I think. What's that? I'm going to Dallas. I mean, I there is many, as, as a historian, uh, there's many, many places that I would love to go and witness, but that's the one. I'm, I'm going to be sitting there paying attention. What's really happening on the grassy knoll? That's where I'm going to be sitting, Howard, on the grassy knoll. On the grassy knoll, looking around to see who is this guy. <laughs> Who's where, behind me? Where is that other guy there? Um, this, this survey, 2,000 Americans were polled. The response, I think this is a fun thing for all of us to think about, and I'd love to hear from you all on the Frio Stack Auction Service text line uh, at 304-214-1600 or call us 304-232-8255 on the Frio Stack Auction Service hotline because uh, I'd like to know what, what historical event or era would you want to most go back in time to be able to f- physically see. In this particular poll, the first era that people want to go back to is ancient Egypt. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, I, not not that I don't think Egypt, ancient Egypt was an interesting place, and I like to see how do they build the pyramids, and were UFOs really around back then, and so on. Uh, but that that number one, that's that's number one. Number two is probably an era that I would like to go back and see, physically see. Now, mind you, I'm talking about if I was a ghost floating above things and not down on the ground, the American Revolution. I'm a, I'm a big fan of the Founding Fathers and the American Revolution. If, as part of that, I had to pick a particular event, 
I'd love to be there for the signing of the Declaration of Independence. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I think that would be, uh, that to me would be very good. Uh, ancient Greece, number one. I'm sorry, Ancient Egypt, number one. The American Revolution, number two. Ancient Greece, number three. Visiting the Vikings comes. What? Who are the people they surveyed here? None of these are things I would think of. Uh, Europe in World War II. All right, I think it would be interesting to go back maybe to D-Day, you know, Normandy, D-Day, that kind of thing. I don't want to watch that, no. Well, I think you're right. Fall of, of the Berlin Wall was uh, another one. Uh, the saw moon. that on CNN. We, it was like we were there. The other thing, and some of these I'm thinking, well, I actually saw them, I mean, on TV, like the Fall of the Berlin Wall, the moon landing. I, well, I wasn't on the moon, but yeah, I, watched, I watched the moon landing, so... Um, MLK's I Have a Dream speech. I think that would be interesting to have been in that crowd to see and feel the emotion of the crowd when he gave that speech. Well, you're right. There's so much. But the one that would put me over the edge would be the one where there's a little mystery that yeah. surrounds it. You just don't know unless, like Kennedy, you, unless you were like, there. Like the Kennedy right. You know, the the, uh, the signing of the... Of the uh, uh, Independence. That, independence. that that was good, but we pretty have a, an idea. Uh, we don't have everything written down. What was said, what John Adams said to Thomas Jefferson, and, and that type of thing. But we got an idea. We don't know. But I th I heard rumors that he said, "You sure about this?" And Hancock, <laughs> Jesus, you want another page for your for your name or what? What's up with that, Hancock? <laughs> um, but I get your point. You'd like to go back someplace where you could learn about, See what the, the, mystery, mystery is. about yes. the mystery. Yes. Some of the others in this list. Um, the first atomic bomb going off. I've been reading a lot about the Manhattan Project again, I guess because of Oppenheimer. There's been a lot of things written about it, and I've been kind of into that. Um, I don't want to get too close, mind you, but I think it would have been interesting to have been around as that bomb was developed, and then with that first uh, explosion, it'll be kind of uh, interesting. So those are some things that people are saying. I have a second survey, uh, the same question. What are the top? What are the events that you wish you had witnessed? Number one, the Wright brothers' takeoff. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I mean, I, you know. I mean, they get up what, like eight feet, and <laughs> come yeah. back down and hit the sand. Yeah. I mean, I, I can almost, I well, in my <laughs> younger days, I could jump like that. Right. You know, geez, I don't know. Uh, number two, again, same as in the first survey, the fall of the Berlin Wall, and again, I mean, I watched that happen on TV, though. I don't know. I mean, maybe these were all young people. VE Day is number three. Number four, again, I saw this on television. The Beatles' Ed Sullivan Show debut. I saw that on TV. Watched but it. But I guess being there would 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 have been you know crazy like Woodstock. You know we we kind of know what happened there, but to get the real. Oh, vibe. I think there's <laughs> there's a lot there that we didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Help me with this, Bob. Paul Henderson's winning goal. Uh, that would be the uh, Can Canadians against the Soviet Union. Yeah, it's a big one. He, and, you know, he wasn't a big-time star. I think he had a, a couple big years. That's why he was on that team. But they treated him. I think he has since passed away. They treated him like a national hero in Canada from that for that goal. Okay. Yeah, that's – okay. That's that's uh, one on the list of some people, so they want to go back and see. Um, <laughs> Sir Isaac Newton's watching the apple fall. Oh, okay. All right. Wow, look at that, Howard. You look see at that. That guy got hit in the head with an apple. <laughs> Who wants to go back and see this next one? Number 10 on the list. The 9-11 terrorist attacks. No way. I, I, saw, I can't even watch them now. I, I saw it. all that I wanted to see on 9-11. I don't want to. No, 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 no. Number 11, premiere of Gone with the Wind. Well, I've seen Gone with the Wind. I, You know. 
These people don't understand the, the premise of this, I don't think. you know. Frankly, well, Howard, I don't give a damn about that one. Miracle on Ice, that would be kind of neat to have been there. Now you're talking. Now, yeah. now uh, as far as you'd ask me a sporting event, that one would be hard to, to top. I would want to be sitting there when uh, the United States beat the uh, Soviet Union. Woodstock, you mentioned. Uh, so, so some of these are okay. Um, WrestleMania three. Seriously, you're given the power of time travel. You are given the power of time travel to go back to one event, and you want to go back to WrestleMania three? Holy mackerel! All right, this is one. This is the last one on the list. The very first World Series. Okay, I mean that would be good, but it wouldn't make my list. No, I'm okay. I, I'm like you, Bob. I, I, I'm. I would like to go back to events that were history-turning events, and maybe where being there, I could see a different perspective. I mentioned the Martin Luther King speech. I think it would be different to be there because you would feel the energy of the crowd. I think it would be, as you said, and I would like to go back too to Dallas uh, before Kennedy was, you know, the day Kennedy was assassinated. That would be. How fascinating. But it, it would. And, and what Steeler fan, Howard, wouldn't want to be at Three River Stadium, 1972, December, whatever that was. Now, you're probably not going to be close enough to see if Franco actually caught the ball or yeah. not. But could you imagine just saying you were there when yeah. that place went crazy? Yep, yep, yep. The Immaculate Reception. That would have been a good one. That would have been a good one. But so I, I, I think some of the people that fill out these surveys – I don't think they got the premise. I think they're a bunch of dopes, Howard. I would agree. You've got the magic power to go back in time, anywhere in time. I think so. I missed it. I didn't mention it. All right, like, go back to the birth of Jesus. All right, go back to the nativity. Maybe there's something there. Okay, the Kennedy assassination, I got that. Or if you're a sports fan, some key event. But, like, WrestleMania three, really? Who's Paul Henderson? Yeah, who's Paul? I mean, I just – Jesus, all right. All right, if you have some thoughts on where you where you would like to have gone, if you had the power of time travel, share your thoughts with us here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Text line 304-214-1600. Let's see what's happening around the Upper Ohio Valley. Taylor Long – no, wait, I'm sorry. Taylor is not here, Bob. I should have told you that earlier. Does that mean nobody's here? That means nobody's here. That that means nobody's here. I'm, I just caught myself in time. So uh, we'll take a break and come back. Get everything for your automotive needs with 11% off everything at Menards. Shell Rotella offers superior synthetic motor oil. It's designed to improve wear protection and provide excellent corrosion control. Grab a one-gallon jug of Shell Rotella T6 synthetic diesel motor oil for just $21.99 after 11% off at Menards. Good through August 20th. Savings are mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. Hello, it's John Kozik, founder and president of TurboTrack Realty, and I buy houses as is, fast for cash. Call me today for an all-cash offer on any of your properties, and we can close within days at 614-470-2000, 614-470-2000. Do you own a property that's outdated and needs thousands of dollars in repairs? Great, I'll buy it. Give us a call today for an all-cash offer at 614-470-2000, 614 
or 470-2000. Would it be convenient for you if you could simply take what you wanted and leave the rest behind? Great, I'll buy it. I buy vacant properties, inherited homes, divorce situations, death in the family, apartment buildings, rental portfolios. I even buy my tenant won't pay me the rent houses. Call TurboTrack Realty today for an all-cash offer and speak with one of our friendly staff members at 614-470-2000-614-470-2000. On the last talk line on Metronews, Jeff Jenkins reporting that former coach Bob Huggins entering a diversion program and put on probation after his DUI arrest. So it is 12 months probation. Non-reporting probation means sometimes when you're on, a lot of times when you're on probation, you got to report every so often to a probation officer. But he's on non-reporting probation. Driver's license suspended for 60 days. Alcohol treatment program, which really don't have any specifics on that. Talk line weekdays at 10:06 on this Metro News Station. New class, fresh faces, a new school year welcomes us in. It's back to school time. And we're here with you on the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Seventy-seven. Seventy-seven. Uh, this is, what is today? So about a month before I got married. Oh, okay. Uh, the death of Elvis Presley. The, the king died. We now know on the toilet. Uh, <laughs> Reading the TV guide. <laughs> Reading the TV guide. What a way to go. What a way. How do you want to go, Bob? Do you want to go on the toilet? Reading the TV guide. I want to go on something, Howard, but it's not the toilet. I, I got gotcha. you. I I I I I I I I understand. Uh, the 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 uh, question of the morning is: If you could go back in time, yeah, if we could give you the power of time travel for one event, what historical event or era would you want to go back to? A couple of texts coming in here. Uh, Bob, a sports fan, says, I'd like to see Mazeroski's home run. It'd be a dandy. Just sitting there watching Maz shut down the town. And um, someone else said, go see the Sermon on the Mount. Uh, again, I, I was surprised in the list that we had that we didn't have more religious things. People saying they want to be there for the birth of Christ or you wanna, the death of Christ. If you could, would you want to observe Jesus Christ on the cross? No. No. Who would? I mean, no. No. I, that's why when I said it earlier, I said I wouldn't mind going back to see the birth of Christ. Back to the nativity. Um, it's a horrible, I mean, if you're a Christian, you recognize it as a, as a transformational moment of the world, but I don't want to know. I, 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 you know, reading it is bad enough. <laughs> Here comes someone, 304-214-1600. I'd like to go back to the day that I lost my virginity. There you go. <laughs> There's someone thinking a little bit. Uh, I'd, I'd ask Adam Fike where he'd like to go back in history, but he's so young, I, I don't know what he'll say. Adam, good morning. Welcome to the show. If you could go back in history to any event in all of history, if I gave you the power of time travel, where would you go? I honestly have to stay on the religion track because if you look at a lot of religions, a lot of them talk about Jesus in some sense. So go back and see, was this person who was claimed to be Jesus, did he actually die on the cross? Well, he did historical records but did he actually come back alive that would be something to be interesting because that would be like oh we can finally settle this oh it's real or it's not real you know that's a, that's a great point to, to bob's i do i would not want to go back and witness christ 
suffering on the cross. I I, oh, I, no, I know it happens. I, I don't want to see that. However, I would be kind of interested in seeing the empty tomb, you know, or being in the upper room uh, a day or two after the next day, actually, uh, when Jesus appeared to the disciples uh, after after death. That might be an interesting time period to be there. Yeah, that's that. You, but I, I just I don't want. I I've read to I've read about it. I've seen you know depictions of it. I, I just I don't want to see the, I, I don't want to go back and watch the crucifixion. I do not. But you, that's oh, a good I point. Wouldn't that's a good point. I mean, it would be more boring for me. It would just be like sitting outside the tomb, seeing what actually happens for those three days. Well, that's true too. I mean, it, it'll be that whole time period would be interesting, from Palm oh, Sunday sure. all the way through uh, the resurrection. It would be interesting as a Christian, at least. It would be interesting to see to see all of that. Or we could go back and watch Mazeroski's home run. <laughs> I do. I do have to agree with that. I would love to go back and see that in Storm the Field too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, what do we got going today, weather-wise? So, unfortunately, not the most pretty-looking, but the good news is we should remain dry. Maybe a little drizzle, but we'll slowly clear throughout the day. So, cloudy this morning, becoming mostly the partly cloudy this afternoon. So by dinner time, by sunset, we'll be back to sunshine. Wait a minute. So good news wait, 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 wait. Let me see if I have a... We will have sunshine by sunset. So it's like, there's the sun. There it goes. Well, we're going to have like a two to three hour time period between oh, okay. dinner time and sunset. We'll see sunshine. Okay. I got you. Um, and uh, fairly uh, moderately warm again today, under 80, but uh, heading up towards it, right? Most of us right between that 74 to 78 range. So at least more comfortable temperature wise. Yes, it's still August, so it's going to be a little sticky, but can't avoid that. Okay. Uh, take us into tomorrow. Okay, so tomorrow and both Friday should remain mainly clear. So Thursday, possibly late evening. So this could be as early as 10 or 11 p.m. We could see the return of a few showers, but most of that should be midnight to just before sunrise on Friday. Okay. But once those showers and isolated rumbles of thunder move out, we'll be back to sunshine stuck in the mid 70s for a day on Friday. But still sunny, still a little muggy, but at least it's going to be sunny. And then uh, the weekend itself, um, not bad, I guess. Not bad for the weekend, right? Weekend, not bad. I would say Friday and Saturday are the better days because it's going to be a little cooler. Saturday, 79, clear. Sunday into Monday, though, is when we really know things, unfortunately, becoming hot again. Most of us likely are in the upper 80s come the afternoon, both Sunday and Monday. So don't rule out a few spots trying to hit 90s. But even if you don't actually hit the 90s, it's going to feel like it's in the 90s both those days. So uh, for, back to school, for back to school time, back to school week is going to be a blazing hot week. That's always good. Send the kids back into, into the heat. That's, that's, good, that's good to know. Right now, 63, 65 at the Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 63 at the Highlands, 65 at uh, in Elm Grove, and 64 at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling here in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Before I let you go, the big question, what did you eat for breakfast this morning? I know you had food over there. <laughs> I had, not to, not to be a little fat, but I had two McGriddles, oh. three hash browns, and I'm having my mocha. Oh. So I ate a little more than I should have, but it's good food, so I'll... I'll take it. I'm not going to It's good food and it's free. <laughs> it's good food and it's free. I'm, I haven't had a McGriddle in a long time. I do like those McGriddles. I usually just go for the, 
you know, the uh, Egg McMuffin or Sausage McMuffin or something like that. Or even the breakfast burritos I'm into these days. Oh, but I've actually never had the burrito, so I need to give that a try sometime. I like the burrito. I'll tell you a couple of reasons. First of all, I think they're very good. Secondly, I can buy like five of them for the price of a, of a McMuffin. So I, true, like, true. I like that too. But, uh, you know, I get – this is my early day. I'm done this morning uh, at 9. I may, I, maybe I can grab some McDonald's breakfast on the way home. I, unlike yeah. you, will have to pay for it. But uh, maybe I'll do that. One of the Bob, one of these days, one of these days, we're going to figure out how to get ourselves McDonald's breakfast here. I take bribes, by the way, if you want some food. <laughs> well, that's, that's certainly an, an, an option. And we're not, we're, we're not above that by any stretch of the imagination. All right, Adam, good talking to you. <laughs> we will uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks a lot. Talk to you then. Thank you. 7.50.10 of the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show, 304-214-1600. Where would you like to go back in time? Um, Ken, some people are getting really deep on this. I'm a little funny deep and serious deep. Well, at least they're thinking, Howard. Well, yeah, no, they're thinking about this. Uh, um, I would love to go back in time and see my parents one more time. Now, that would be really, really cool. Yeah, you know, yeah. Maybe just be there no, uh, you know, when they were young and just watch them. Yeah. You know exactly what they looked like, yeah. what they sounded like. It would be interesting. I would love to know. I mean, I know, you know, air quotes, what my parents were like when they were younger, but I'd love to know what they were like when they were younger. You know what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're saying, Howard. I, I think that would be extremely interesting. Um, I can barely remember that night at the drive-in that when I went there with my dad and I came home with my mom, Howard. That was a long, <laughs> long time ago. <laughs> but that's that's thoughtful. Whoever texted that in at 304-214-1600 on the uh, Frio Stack auction service line, I would love to go back in time and see my parents one more time. That's... Um, that's thoughtful. I, I, um, my dad's been long gone, and my mom's what about five years, something like that, uh, maybe more than I lose track of time. Uh, I would, um, yeah, that's that's a good that's a good point. That's a good point. I think I'm thinking about death and stuff. And oh, somewhere. geez. Well, you know, I'm thinking about my old friend Tom Stobert, who passed away three years ago, just the last week, I think, or two weeks ago. Um, and we didn't have a chance in the latter months of his life to get together i would love to have had that one final goodbye you know all right if i had an extra go back ticket i'd go back to the day that you and him got beat up and randy horton had to come <laughs> save you guys that'd be a, that would be a dandy howard you'd be the guy standing on the side over there <laughs> randy's pulling people we're in the middle of the street randy's pulling people off pulling people off pulling people off pulling people off. gets to the bottom of the pile <laughs> it's so hard and i what the hell are you guys doing <laughs> yeah, well, there's, that would be a fun thing to see, too. All right, nine before the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Got some sports for you. Bob's got that coming up. Barstool Rough and Rowdy Brawl returns to Wheeling's West Vaco Arena August 18th. Featuring up to 20 fights, including several five-round fights. Bobby Lights Out Land, Michael Make It Happen Brown, Hot Wheels, Dwarf Champion Lightning, Jeremy Smith, The American Redneck, The Polish Hammer, Strawberry Cowboy, and more. It's Barstool's Rough and Rowdy Brawl August 18th at Wheeling's West Vaco Arena. Welcomed by Bush Light, the Wheeling, Ohio County CBB, and Jill's Gentlemen's Club. Fighters and ring girls, sign up at joinrnr.com. Buy tickets at westvacoarena.com. You want a hospital rising up to the challenges of today's health care demands. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital delivers the right care right here at home. Developing new and exclusive services, recruiting top surgeons, we embody the mountaineer spirit, building upon strong traditions, pioneering medical care, moving forward with compassion. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital. 
Delivering the right care, right place, right time. Hi, it's Tony Caridi, host of the CityNet Statewide Sports Line, right here on Metro News. Join the Senator Brad Howe, Coach Greg Hunter, and myself as we discuss the day's biggest sports stories, talking with coaches, former players, and sports writers from all over the state and across the nation, bringing you the latest from the high schools, colleges, and the pro game. So don't miss the CityNet Statewide Sports Line, weeknights at 6.06 here on the Metro News Radio Network and streaming live at WVMetroNews.com. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. Conversations you care about with people you know. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe on WKKX and WVLY. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. And I love you so. The people ask me how. How I've lived. song. Uh, of course, we're paying tribute to Elvis Presley today, so it's the King's version of this song, but this is a great song. I love this song. Written, I uh, believe, by Don McLean. Uh, his version is good, but I think the, the most popular would be, what, Perry Como? Probably Perry. Yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. But, but Elvis, not too bad. Elvis, I'm, you know, sometimes we forget, we have one or two styles we think Elvis did, but he really kind of spanned a lot of different styles. Um, and uh, and he did a lot of ballads like that too, you know. I've never played it uh, on our on our show here, but I've heard experts say that he does my way better than Frank Sinatra. But to me, you can't go there. It's it's like playing Freebird. Only <laughs> only Skinner plays Freebird. Yeah, right, you know, yeah, you, yeah. you can't Everybody touch my else, way. Everybody yeah. else, leave it alone. I'm trying to think if I've heard Elvis's version of my way. I, I probably have somewhere, but but you're right. That's sacrilege almost. I yeah, mean, leave it alone. You know, you got to do uh, you got to do, uh, and as you well know. Sinatra did not want to do My Way. He didn't. He didn't like it at all. He didn't like the. He, he, even though we think of My Way as his, as, as, as a concept that he is, embodies, you know, I did it my way. Sinatra didn't like that theme, didn't like that at all. But they, obviously, they made him do it, but they suggested it'll be a hit. And guess then what? Then the money started coming in. And guess what? It was. And he said, I love this song. 7.55, 5 before the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Time for Slider on Sports. A lot to get to here, Howard. Jason DeLay hit a two-run double in a six-run seventh-inning rally, leading the visiting Pittsburgh Pirates to a 7-4 win over the New York Mets. 
The Pirates had stranded 10 runners through the first six innings, then had the big seventh inning where they sent 10 batters to the plate. Key uh, Brian Hayes. Ah, uh, no, I got, no, a, I got no, a guy no, here I never heard of. No Key Brian Hayes? No, no, he didn't do anything yesterday. I don't even know if he played. Colin Selby, I never heard of this guy. He uh, entered a 1-1 tied game <clears throat> in the sixth inning and got the win despite giving up back-to-back home runs. Maybe that's why I never heard of him. <laughs> a little bit more about this guy. Selby, he was a 16th-round pick way back in the 2018 amateur draft. He made 116 appearances in the minors before the Pirates called him up to the big leagues back on August 8th. And uh, remember Bailey Falter. Well, once again, not too bad yesterday. He gave up one run, struck out five and five and one-third innings uh, for Pittsburgh. He is still 0-7 in his 10 starts. David Bednar worked a scoreless ninth for his 25th save and 28 chances. Pittsburgh sent down struggling rookie pitcher Quinn Priester to Indianapolis. Their triple-A farm team, the 22-year-old right-hander, took the loss on Monday, dropping to 2-2 two two with a 9.10 ERA in six starts. The Pirates and the Mets again this afternoon, wrapping up their three-game series, starting pitchers Johan Oviedo for Pittsburgh with a 6-12 record. The Mets will start Taylor McGill. He's 6-6. Six six. Both pitchers gave up six runs in their last start last Friday. So, Coach, if you're listening, you might want to go over again. First pitch, 110. Key, Brian Hayes. <laughs> well, we'll no, see. Not today. Okay. <laughs> but you remembered his name, Howard. Very, very good. You told me to. I Listen, did. I'm, I follow orders. You told me to remember Thank this you. guy's name. Okay. Former Pittsburgh Penguin defenseman Jeff Petrie didn't last long back in Montreal. The Canadians traded the veteran blue liner to the Detroit Red Wings for young defenseman Guston Lindstrom. Mont- uh, Montreal will still pay half of Petrie's $2.3 million salary. He was part of the big three-team trade earlier this month that sent three-time Norris Trophy winner Eric Carlson to the Pittsburgh Penguins. And folks, don't forget, Football Friday kicks off this week. Friday from noon to 3, the Pine Room boys will be at Gumby's in Elm Grove. We'd love for you to stop. If you can't stop, when you go by, we'd love to hear Uh -uh. your horn. That's right. We want to hear your horn because high school football is back, and it's back on the Watchdog Network. Friday afternoons, we have the walkthrough. Here in the studio, Brett Clough, Scott Nolte, Jerry Ames, Mark Heinemann, they'll be here from 3 to 5. And then this Friday from uh, Fleming Field in Shadyside, Martins Ferry and Shadyside, Jerry Ames, Mark Heinemann. It's a 7 o'clock kickoff, but we'll get on the air about 645, Howard. It is. Slatter on sports time. It's getting late, Howard. Seven fifty-eight. It is the it is the beginning of the of, of of our busy season. We are we're all geared up and ready to go. And there's a lot more that we can tell you about uh, coming up in the near future. Not too far away from the return of uh, two old guys. No, what what do you call it? Good old boys. Good on old sports. boys. That's why. Good old boys on sports with Bear and Bob on Saturday mornings. Not uh, not just yet, but in a few weeks. That's coming back. And uh, just a lot of good stuff coming up here on the. Uh, Watchdog Radio Network, but I think Bob, I love what Bob said. You know, we're, this is the, we're going to every Friday now. The Pine Room Boys will be out and about uh, at the various Gumby locations, yep. uh, different ones, different places. This week it'll be uh, at the Elm Grove location, and uh, I think Gumby's will have some deals and stuff for you if you go out while the guys are on the air. Um, but if you can't stop, just honk. You know, uh-uh, uh-uh. in other words, we want you to get horny for the Pine Room guys. Oh, <laughs> just. A, just a little something to think about. Only on Fridays, though. Only on Fridays. All right, just about 8 o'clock. Coming up next hour, we're going to talk about the Wheeling Symphony. John Devlin coming in. They've got a phenomenal season coming up. I think I'm to go to every one. I'm serious. I'm thinking about getting season tickets this year. Um, 
And something strange happened with the public broadcasting in West Virginia. The top guy is gone. Fired, resigned, I don't know. Stephen Adams has some details of that. Coming up in our number deuce. And the night WVLY Moundsville. From ABC News.